Welcome to Timeline Scavengers, the podcast specifically designed to last forever. I'm Colin Parker, one of your hosts. And I'm James Anderson, one of your other hosts. On this show, we're going through the MCU in historical order, scene by scene, until the end of time. Mm. But Colin, yeah. we're not doing it alone today. Mm-mm. No? Nope. The we're, we're rescuing some people, mm-hmm. and we've got some allies in that rescuing. And That's a good, today, good point. Yep, we are we are joined by. I I gotta say one of the one of the pillars of the comic book podcasting community. We have we have Briar from Capes and Japes on with us today, and I am so so stoked. Let me just open Briar, the door. Welcome. Here we go. I have never hey. been called a pillar of anything, <laughs> let alone the well, comics podcast. I feel have. like there's bigger <laughs> and better comics podcasts. Nope. Mm, hang on. Not wait, if we don't computing. acknowledge them. No. <laughs> if you don't look at them, they go away. I learned uh, that on The Simpsons. Object permanence. Yes. Yeah. yes like yes, a yes. baby in peekaboo. You're like, oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you destroy people uh, you know, that you don't want. Anyways, welcome. Welcome. Thank you. I feel welcome. <laughs> Good. Whew. So stoked. Yes, me as well. And listen, uh, we have some business to get to. But of course, because it's the first time that we've had you on as a guest, we have uh, a couple of very quick questions, although your answer can be as long as you need it to be. Uh, So the first question that we typically ask people, uh, and obviously we've already mentioned that, you know, you're a comic book pro, (laughs) uh, but what is your history with Marvel uh, in general? So that could be comics and then also the MCU. So I did actually, because I was... I was a DC kid growing up. I watched like mm-hmm. the Teen Titans cartoon, the Justice League cartoon, et cetera, et cetera. Tight. So I was more interested in the DC. And then in college, a friend got me into the MCU. And I must have seen like Iron Man at some point because mm-hmm. it was big. But then a friend got me into the MCU. And this was like late 2011. So I got into the okay. MCU right before Avengers came out saw it in theaters like five times yeah (laughs) um started getting into comics later and um like i didn't fully like get into comics into comics until i did start a comic book podcast which was my secret way of asking my friend and co-host Olivia for comic book recommendations <laughs> so that I wouldn't walk into the comic book store completely overwhelmed. I love that. I love a good ploy. Yes. Yeah, that is a that is a, a big that is a long con right there. I love mm-hmm. it very much. It did and now I have too many comic books. Yep. I no, <laughs> yeah, that's now, it. Yep. hang on. I, I, I think you just mean you have comic books. <laughs> I do have comic books. Um <laughs> many that I have not had time to read so far. Mm-hmm. Um more space than I have on my bookshelf. Uh mm-hmm. I right, do right. have a full Excel spreadsheet of everything that I own, and yet I still accidentally buy things again. Oh, sure. So, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. It, backup copies, absolutely. Some, some would yeah. say too many. Some might. 
but not uh, here on some might, but not here. <laughs> yeah. So now I'm much more into the Marvel comics than the MCU because the MCU mm. has burned me too many times. Oh, interesting. Mm. Okay. Let us know which things have burned you so that when we get to those moments, we can say, come relive that burning. Oh, no. Actually, when you eventually do get to Endgame, there is a scene that I have a lot of thoughts about. Ooh, okay, good. On uh, James, on. what yep. is that, 2027, Something maybe? Something like that, I'm, I'm getting there. Hold on one sec. And we, you got, we don't have to hold on. I'm. Oh, yeah, just okay, like, sorry, sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, but then also... Uh, speaking of, you know, comic books and then podcasting and stuff like that, uh, I was hoping you could give us a little bit of, uh, your podcasting history as well. So I have had two podcasts so far. Mm -hmm. Um, one is a now canceled actual play, uh, where a group and I played GURPS. And that was called Fantasy Shorts, which I believe is still, I mean, it's still hosted. So I suppose you could go back and listen to my poor audio quality as my pals <laughs> and I play GURPS. Um, and my long running comic, aforementioned comics books podcast, Capes and Japes, which I th think has been like four and a half years now gotten to all the comic book characters there's so many of them <laughs> um i have guested on a couple of scavnet shows i've been on side character quest mm -hmm. i play deirdre if uh anybody wants to go listen to side character quest and specific i mean i mean you don't Great have to show. specifically listen to my episodes the whole podcast is good but if you wanted you to should. listen to my episodes i'm not <laughs> gonna be mad about it <laughs> pause it now listener yeah. we're not what do you mean this Just, this this dead silence is for you to yeah. go look it up right now we're gonna right. sit here and wait for the entirety of the length yes of those episodes uh so that silence begins we will wait for you to finish <laughs> yeah no, no no run run that podcast on another on another app another program whatever there you go um we'll just sit here and wait and then occasionally we'll go Oh wow! I forgot about how bad that role was, or whatever, you know. <laughs> and then, and then, and then, at this, this point, if you want to like, because I have two arcs, so you skip skip the rest of the arcs. You. Listen to my second arc. Father we'll wait for you to finish. Given our lives <laughs> to support you, and here I am, ready to play D and D with a a a very cool person. Uh, hey, introduce yourself. Papa, will you please teach me the Dungeons and the Dragons? I would love to teach you the Dungeons and the Dragons. It, it would be my honor. I've been waiting for this day. I love that. You were yes. You know, I never yeah. caught that reference before. Wow. Mm. <laughs> so good. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed that. It's, it's a good podcast. Ty does some great work. <laughs> we have killed James with, with this joke. I love a good bit commitment. Oh, Absolutely. Uh, well, speaking of bit commitments, James, yeah, um, we had a little bit of a bit for uh, this section of podcasts, yeah, and oh. we're we're changing it, yeah. That I immediately had to change. Um, yeah, yeah. So when I split this uh, movie up mm -hmm. back in the day, back before the event of 1931, I split uh, this <laughs> into a five part miniseries, which I called "Rescuing the Howling Commandos." 
Now, a number of things with how I split this uh this event up uh, have bugged me since then. However, uh-huh. the biggest thing is that um, they aren't the Howling Commandos yet. They're the 107th. So in the first episode, we called it rescuing the Howling Commandos, but it is heretofore known as rescuing the 107th, which we're not going to put in the title. <laughs> it's just for you to know. I mean, I guess maybe right. we'll put it in the the description or whatever. Maybe. But- because did we yeah. actually say it out loud in that episode? Because mm-hmm. oh, I'm very proud of it. So I would have, yeah, for sure. No, I would have definitely mentioned. When it did we record that? I don't even a remember. A long time ago. Uh, oh no... wow, yeah, that was that. Now I see it. That was a long time ago. Wow. Yeah, uh, and it's also great that it is in line with our bonus content for that episode mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, incredible. So, um, it's it actually was really interesting to watch the next couple scenes. Um, because I was like, why are they being so mean to each other? Mm-hmm. And I was, and it only occurred after I read like, and then he puts together the Howling Commandos. I've seen this movie. Right. I don't know what happened. I was like, oh, because they don't know who each other are. Got it, got it, got it, got it. And I have to keep reminding myself that every single time. So like when, I don't know if like a character is randomly incre- incredibly xenophobic. I don't know if that'll happen. We'll yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, okay. Can, I, That's in the next episode. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. I was going to say, like, I, unless you guys pulled the rug out from under me, that's not right now. I'm, I I can no, scroll to no, my no, notes no. for that one. But, but. Uh, <laughs> no. No, I just, uh, I, it's oh, yeah, just, yeah. I just wanted to say that for just everyone who's been keeping, who who heard that first episode and was like, <laughs> right. uh, 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 no, 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 no. They're not friends know yet. that now, two right. days later, Exactly. On Twitter, we're just going to say, say, see the next episode. Yeah, exactly. Listen, trust me, just listen to the Before next episode. You, exactly. Before exactly. you, so, yeah. Before you come at me with all that. Right. Um, or now that you have already, I'll just refer to Right, to exactly. It. I'll refer you to this. But that is that is my only disclaimer, uh, and I feel like I've really uh, you know, gotten something off my chest, so thank you very much. Absolutely. So... This is Captain America, the first Avenger, starting at 57 minutes and 18 seconds, running through 58 minutes and 15 seconds. This is rescuing the 107th Part 2, the factory, and dum-dum, Dugan makes a promise. Which I don't think we normally tell people the behind-the-scenes, like, recap no, things we, that James No, for this we do. do. For sure oh, do we, we do. Okay, because I just really like Again, Dum-Dum Again, I'm Dugan incredibly proud. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, this is very good. Okay, so I have to start this, you know, premise off of the clip that, like, I don't know if you ever on TikTok or YouTube ever look at things that are like uh, like weirdly satisfying mm-hmm. clips or mm-hmm. anything like that. Sure. But this scene starts off with an unbelievably satisfying clip of them plugging in one of like the Tesseract batteries into like a larger like clip, essentially. Yeah. Like it's a large unit like a and rotor, then they spin yeah. it. Yeah. yeah it's a, it is a perfect fit, a perfect slide, and then a perfect click sound at the very mm-hmm. end. Uh, like I had to literally, I stopped that and pulled it back three seconds just to watch it again. Um, and so like, it's so just great and it's too bad that it's so evil. Um, and then we see, uh, multiple of these completed sections of these things, uh, going by and being carted around. Uh, they have hoarded a great deal of power in one spot and they are still going. Arnim Zola says, as you can see, the product, uh, sorry, the production of the Valkyrie is progressing on schedule, even with the components of this size. Schmidt says, Increase the output by 60% and see to it our other facilities do the same. Arnim states that he's not sure that the current prisoners have the strength to do so. 
Schmidt tells him to use up the strength that they have left, as there are always more workers. Zola seems a bit perturbed by this and then shoes away someone looking for a signature on something, showing uh-huh. that you can be completely evil, but maybe be like 95% evil instead Sometimes of Sometimes you still care you know? about human yeah. life. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Even though you're yeah. like dedicated to taking it. I make things know? that kill people, but... But like the condition of the currently yeah. living people, yeah. you know. Now, I will say that he's treating them more like how I would treat like when I worked in the lab, my instruments, which is like... Mm. These inanimate objects that are things can't work harder than this. And then, I suppose. then my boss I mean, being like, or 60% more. We can always buy another one except for that last part where they just make know, me fix it. Yeah, because the big thing with Arnim is that frequently throughout this movie, like he'll do something. He's like, yes, I'm dedicated to doing something evil. But then Schmidt does something like 10 times more evil than what he thinks they're going to do. And he's like, oh, my God. I mean, uh, yeah, totally into this, man. Like when they, you know, zap yeah. all the generals in the room and then he's like, oh, uh, yes, hail Hydra. Yeah, yeah you're totally. right. Totally. I Ooh. came here for science. Um, did I? Right. I mean, like morally dubious me. science. Where but like, did I miss, did I miss an exit somewhere? That's is, true. Is there a boat for scientific defection? Oh, wrong, wrong. All right, window. I'll do that later. Okay, I'll, I'll do just, that later. I'll find it's something fine, else. Fine, Don't worry about fine. it. <laughs> Good prank, April Fool's like, it is September. Hey, so oh, you well, then it. April Fool's yep, in the exactly. Southern Hemisphere. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, oh, sorry, there's more to the scene. I just immediately it's started okay. to dunk I, on that scene. Oh, that again, moment. I could have split I, this I did fully. Good. I did fully, like, only watch the first part of this scene once Leanne and then it. watch, like, the last bit like multiple times so you can tell what grabbed my attention because it's good yeah so what happens next is we cut to the prisoners being put back in their cells and as dum dum dugan is uh walking in and into his cell a guard knocks his hat off using a baton triple d turns around and as he puts the hat back on he says you know fritz one of (laughs) these days i'm gonna have a stick of my own yes Triple D is what we're yeah. calling him from now on. I don't know. Okay. Just, now we've already established him as a character in a previous recording, so we'll have to remember to call him that from now on. Before. Bef- oh, before. Okay, gotcha. But uh, yeah, Triple D is amazing, and I and I I want it to do it forever. I I just want very excited for Diner, Diners, Drive-ins, and Dives to be in this movie. Yeah, that's kind of that's that was partially the uh, the uh, inspiration for it, uh, but also Dum Dum Dugan is like it. It's not that it's like too much; it just doesn't fully roll off the tongue very well. But uh, anyway, that is the scene. He's you know after right. the you know Fritz. One of these days, I'm gonna have a stick of my own, and then he's just like and walks off. He doesn't even yeah. react. Is the fun thing? He just closes the door yeah. and leaves. Yeah. yeah, like I don't, I don't care. I. He's I like, couldn't care dude, less, I'm like eight hours into a nine hour shift and I just want, I'm so ready to go home. Yeah. He's like, I'm so ready for a bubble bath, man. Like, I'm sorry actually about the hat, but I also, if I say sorry out loud, I, I'm going to get in trouble. So yeah, the, the fun thing is they're wearing goggles so he can roll his eyes at Dum Dum Dugan all he wants. I mean, like, oh, that's a good point. Do you the, think he did that and then oh, forgot absolutely. that that was yeah, the yeah. case? Yeah. And the director was like, did you do something there? He's like, yeah, I rolled my eyes. And he's like, I, Okay, yep, never mind. That's yeah, good. fine. All right, good. We just good need job. one take. Good job. Right, we're <laughs> cut his scene. Cut the rest of his scene. Yeah. The fun thing is, he does look kind of like Robocop. So just imagine Robocop rolling mm. his eyes. 
Right. Exactly. Exactly. I'd buy that for a dollar. Um, so before we get into any kind of questions or anything like that, do we have any thoughts about the scene, about the characters, about anything, uh, questions, comments, concerns type situations? I just had a real quick one that, that I can just knock out. How come okay. Red Skull feels like a modern day manager? Like, he, I was like, this isn't even like, oh man, the Nazis and Hydra were so bad. I'm like, this is relatable as like mm-hmm. workplace today. Like, we're working as hard as we can. Okay. And he's the way he says it pisses me off so much. Increase by 60% right. and uh, do the mm-hmm. rest with the rest of our factories. Like, I could not care less. Oh, it just drives me so crazy. Can I tell you why? It's because this, this movie was made in 2011. <laughs> That's also true. I'm also thinking about the fact that war never changes and there is constantly a war on the working true. class. Well, that's true. Um, so true. we're all prisoners to to capitalism. I mean, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it's uh, sorry for getting woke on my woke comics podcast, folks. Comics? Well, I mean, we yeah, it's what? comics, it, but fully, fully in the spirit of comics books. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. It's also, you know, it reminds me of like that thing where sometimes people like well there are certain people in government who will watch movies or whatever and they'll be like oh but this guy has like a great you know like i really like this one character and you're like you realize that's the bad guy though right like (laughs) y'all realize that you're like on board with liking this bad guy you realize it's because you kind of are that bad guy you guys ever thought about that no no don't see the parallels okay but the tagline says get ready to root for the bad guy i'm just doing (laughs) yeah Somebody's got to root for the heel, right? Right. Uh, yeah, I guess. Right? Yeah, that's true. I, I was into Ziggler no matter if he was a face or a heel. So I guess that makes sense. Um, that's a wrestling. But also, yeah. don't root for literal Nazis. Mm. Oh, no, no that's absolutely. A great yeah, it's yeah. a good counterpoint. Uh, the only issue is that, unfortunately, in America, that sometimes has still been an issue. Yikes. Be better. Mm. Yeah. You know, that's all I have to say about it. Well, it's not all I have to say about it. That's <laughs> yeah. all I'm going to say for this exact work. moment. Exactly. Um, okay. Any other thoughts or comments, questions, concerns, um, riffs? I mean, is it really an evil factory if nothing's glowing? That's such Great a good point. point. Yeah. I am surprised we didn't see any dials turned in this scene. Mm, that's no true. No dials. I think that evil factories I... either have to have glowing or like really bad, like dingy dripping. Like it has to be like a dungeon or like but the this, future. This is a this is a beautiful scientific, right. clean it's like your German design factory. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like if it had dripping, that that lens that lends more towards where like, Dum Dum Dugan is. Frankenstein. Yeah. That lends more towards Dracula. That's true. Like this That's these like, these are your modern evil factories. Yeah, this is This what isn't is this? your grandpa's evil these, factory. Industrial these are Revolution your Teslas. America. Yeah. <laughs> Right. And uh, we do mean that. There is something about factories as well where I love scenes where people clearly have jobs, but I couldn't tell you what half of them are actually doing in scenes like this. Like there's some folks that like move something by right at one point. But then there's like two or three guys in the background who are clearly like touching things on the wall, but there's no indication as to what they're actually doing. So it looks like they're just kind of like pat, pat. Yeah. Mm. yeah, that's a wall. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good. All right, cool. And yep. then they just move on. It's I love background work uh, because it makes me think of doing theater in high school and stuff like yeah. that. 
about how even you know even if you're an extra or whatever you're like you're not necessarily watching the scene like what are they going to say next right like you know sometimes you're just living your own life it's things like that and i i find some of those things interesting to watch for sure what's my um what's my motivation for looking at this wall they're like it's your job you just look at the wall yeah but like examine the wall or could someone crash through this (laughs) hey that's coming (laughs) he's like so what is fritz's whole thing like it's not even his real name is it and i'm like okay listen buddy why don't you you're you're good you're done for the day (laughs) i'm fritz is it his real name why would Dum Dum know his name? Like, clearly, <laughs> it's just something that he's calling him because he's assuming he's German. What if, what if you know, quote unquote, Fritz is actually another, another prisoner, prisoner of war, exactly, who mm. showed who got captured earlier, and in exchange for you know, prisoning the other prisoners, and they're mm. like, stop, you don't even have a line yeah exactly they're like you literally just wear goggles and stand there we can cgi you if we have to all right like so just don't get an empty your motivation is this is your job it's a Mm. nine to five you're gonna have a little tiny abuse of power Mm. you're gonna shove a guy not hard not to injure you're gonna knock his hat off with a stick and then you're just gonna you know close him in his weird circular jail cell and then you go home space up at all i'm glad i'm glad someone brought that up because i had forgotten to write that down but what's up with the circular jail cell oh i fully wrote it down in my notes for this one and the next one (laughs) i don't under like what what's the point of them don't understand these circular jail cells maybe are they not allowed to touch then why are there more than one person in per cell like could they not have like had a solid wall in between the cells, is, like a, a like a traditional jail? Why are they circular? Why are there bars on the top? Why is it? Why why are they putting these men in bird cages? That's kind of like, pretty much exactly what I was thinking. It's yeah. weird. It's it's almost like they were expecting the Falcon, but he's not for another you know seventy no, years. No, and they keep him. Never mind. Um, they keep like they, they keep put, him separate because like, ten people. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. So it's like it what why can't the walls touch? Are you are you worried that two men in adjoining cells are going to like have a handshake? Get from one cell to another? Is it like, like a transport thing? No. It never does anything. It never does anything. As far as I remember, it never does someone, anything. Someone on the set in the in the props department or the set dressing department of Captain America the First Avenger was like circular. And no one was like, no. They're like circular, everyone, right? Circular. Everyone? It does kind of evoke like weird science prison. Right. Well but and they're like, they're in the middle of the room too, as they, far as I'm aware, aren't it they? It feels there's more than one. It's yeah. like rows of weird circular birdcage prisons. Yeah. I'm trying to figure but out like, why they I literally have like I've been secretly googling to see if there's a reason <laughs> for that. There is no there's nothing about it. Here's there's, my here's there's my head no head. indication. It's like somebody wanted to do like the weird like glass test tube prison, yeah. but they're like, but it's the 40s. Right. We can't put them in weird glass test tube prison. Right. Okay, fine. We'll make it out of bars. Oh, so we're going to do like a traditional jail. No, no maybe we've somewhere already made in between. The cuts, yeah. Weird circular bar test tube prison, but without plastic between the bars. Is it so that they can never put their backs to a wall to like 
gain any form of like that someone like guards and stuff that can approach from all sides at any time and nobody puts baby in the corner now you're onto something Mm-hmm. The only way the for them to have their back to a solid surface is to be lying down on the floor. Right. Because so the ceiling point, is bars brain. and they're surrounded by bars. It could be a psychological thing right. where they're trying to keep them anxious and awake and like they don't have a moment that. of peace. I can see that. You know, which a lot of jails are designed for. It does look but, like they can never lie down, too. You know what I mean? So like that's yeah, because it's like yeah. we like even if you like you would have to like huddle in the middle with everybody together. Mm-hmm. I would like to. I would like to if the if it pleases the court. I have a question. Okay, that can also be for a host as well. Love it. Thank you. So I really enjoyed the. You know, Fritz. One of these days, I'm gonna have a stick of my own, right? So I'm wondering, have uh, have you guys ever had a really good one-liner that you told someone like your intentions upcoming? And to be clear, it does not have to be a threat. It can be anything, basically just your best foreshadowing. Because I kind of feel like no one in this group is necessarily uh, constantly out there threatening people. You know? Not constantly. <laughs> not out there. <laughs> oh. I work in tourism. Mm. There's there's a certain amount of internal threatening that you must do to Absolutely. get through the day. I get that. Working retail did that to me as well, you know. I can't. Yep. You got to be petty to survive, and sometimes you're like, well, if you go out the door, I did. I told you not to go out. I hope you don't get hit by a bus. Which is a nice wow. thing to say to someone, right? Uh, unless they're well, I don't about say it to them. It. Typically, I say it to my coworkers who understand. <laughs> They're like, yeah, you know, they looked at you, they made eye contact, you told them where to go, and they continued on their way. Yeah. So, you know, it's I tried. Exactly. I tried. Yeah. If they get hit by a bus, that's on them. Exactly. And on the street and probably all over the... It's, it's, and all over the bus. They yeah. don't move fast. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's just I mean, mostly under the bus. I'm about to say something that I don't actually believe most of the time, but in this particular instance, I don't think I think fast enough to 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 say things that are like... Ha, gotcha. Like, not a threat, but sort of just like a, even just like a foreshadowing. I'm not good at like being mysterious or ominous or or anything of the (laughs) sort necessarily. Like, I don't keep secrets well. I don't hide gifts very well. Like, yeah, I think that I, I think my answer for this one is I wish, but no, no for James. Yeah, that's 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 a no for me too. I always think of something good like hours After, later, and then I'm like, ah. I'm I'm realizing the same thing about me. Said that. I've gone. I I have had thoughts about stuff from college that yeah. now mm-hmm. while mowing the lawn, I've been like, that's the one. That, that was that was the response. You call them up and just say ago. that one sentence, and they go, "What was that?" Hey, so do you have anxiety? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's the mood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me let me preface this in a different way. Doing then, because ca- I think doing casual all... thoughts, rethinking old conversations, yeah. thinking what should I have said fifteen years ago, ten years ago, five years ago to a person I haven't spoken to since. And my, you know, my 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 music's doing all it can to 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 keep my ADHD busy, and my ADHD's like it's mowing the lawn. Mm-hmm. I'm going over here and watching a movie too, and that movie is, yeah. m- you know. Sophomore English, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, let me let me ask a, the question in a different way. Uh, <laughs> so it, it, there's a, it's a two there's two possibilities here. What is the best one? Like same question, but for when you're thinking about a scenario in your head, either pre or post mm-hmm. the actual scenario. 
uh, because sometimes I definitely have had some good ones. Like while I'm running that scenario for the like 80th time that day in my head. The other option is maybe one that someone said to you, maybe you're Fritz in this situation and someone else was dumb, dumb Dugan. And then you were like, huh, what a weird thing to say. And then a day later you're like, oh my God, he has a stick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, mom, my, my chickens have come home to roost. Yeah. I mean like when I, when I imagine there was this professor in uh in software English, who <laughs> wore a pin one day. This was in 2002. Two, it was 2002, 2003. I don't remember which semester it was. And he wore a pin that said, fuck the troops. And we'd just gone to, you know, it was 2002. So, and that upset a lot of people in the class, which is not to say, like, I don't think anyone was like, well, hmm. let me start over. <laughs> I'm, sure there, I'm sure there were people that were like, yay, war. There were certainly people in that class who had loved ones, family, whatever, that went over, that were sent overseas they didn't want to be. And that was right. brought up and he was like, they could just desert. And that didn't, I was like, that feels like a stupid thing to say. So what right. I did was- What do you mean they could just? Yeah, they don't have right. to just, they don't have to follow orders. They could just, you know, leave. And that doesn't, that's not They could just get court-martialed, no problem. Right. So I walked out of the class. Yeah, how would you how would you like consequences? Yeah, no. Also, I mean, how are you supposed to get back home? You know what I mean? Right. Like if you're so, if yeah. you're already overseas, yeah, just sure. That makes so, sense. So I walked out of the class on the pretense of I'm here to talk about as English. I lay dying or whatever. Um because I <laughs> really like English class. I love a good discussion mm -hmm. about whatever. What I don't like is the teacher standing up there being the kind of liberal that no one, no one likes. Nobody watches. Yeah. yeah, and upsetting everyone in the class, and upsetting me because we're not talking about the literature because I'm a huge nerd. So I left, and then I I saw him later, and he's like, "Hey, you know, you need to stick around, whatever, blah blah blah." And the, the oh, but I thought you could just desert. <laughs> That's what you wish you had and said. that is basically what I wish <laughs> that I had said, but instead I it was like later that day and like. He taught my girlfriend in the afternoon class. So I was like mm -hmm. not in a place where I remember that he was the teacher. <laughs> so I wasn't like prepared with the thing. So I was like, oh, you, right. uh, oh, you're sorry. Like just walked, uh, you know, nothing. But again, one of the probably three or four moments in my life where I'm like, come on, this is what we prep for. Go to the writer's room at yeah. your dorm that we should have had. You know, if you want to say something in an in a soft in a sophomore English class about war, why not just have the kids read the things they carried? Just read the things they carried. Wow. Yeah, right. I, you know, what? I have that. Just just read All Quiet on Here. the Western Front. There's, there's, like there's, we like, read that in my uh, college uh, in yeah, English class. It was it was. I read those in high school. Yeah. Like. It was 1850 it to present, I think. So there was plenty of I'm, literature to be talking mm -hmm. about, for sure. I'm a bit younger than y'all. I graduated high school in 2011. Okay. So like only, the only war two years had been... Don't, don't age me too what? much. I said, I, that's only two years for me, so don't age me too much. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry, well, <laughs> you know, Crumbles to dust. Remember that bus? In 2002, I was in sophomore English, and I'm like, oh God, in 2002, I was... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But um, like we read the things they carried. We read All Quiet on the Western Front. Mm -hmm. Like 
and war was still happening. Yeah. Like <laughs> I think that he was outdated. And it's just like, oh hey, war war bad? Yeah. War bad. I think war bad. Uh-huh. Yeah. And like I, I think that I, I would be interested to know if he is still teaching there or when he left and when he left because it was such an outdated thing fired. to Right. Also, sometimes people are really angry about the things that they can't be, you know? Yeah. Maybe he was like, hey, y'all want me? And they're like, no. He was like, well, fine. Yeah, it's like the when, troops. What? what? Yeah. It's like, you just said that we were pretty. And he's like, Bleh. you know what I mean? Like yeah. guys at the bar that like talk to like anyone. Yeah, well, anyone. you're ugly. Right. Well, well great. Shoot. Well, you just so, asked me out. So, you know, what? thanks, dude, I guess. Whatever. What does that say about your taste yeah. then? Mm, exactly. All right. Uh, yeah, let's let's do some let's do someone else's because I'm yeah. I'm just gonna sure. just shrivel into like a little cocoon of anger. No, I see. The problem is, I know I have some, mm-hmm. but the the problem is reaching into my brain and plucking the instant uh-huh. and remembering it. I'm just like, no, I've definitely had those. I remember having had those. <laughs> Right. Couldn't tell you what it was or what it was right. about. I know that I've definitely had many of them, right? But like, it's because when I wrote this down, of course, I was like, I've, I'm sure I've done this. But of course, once I put even myself on the spot, all of a sudden I was like, oh, whoa, hang on. Why are none of them coming to mind? And I feel bad. I mean, I'm not going to mention names on this one either. But like, I know, for example, one of the only examples that is coming to mind right now as far as what other people have said to me. Um, was I once had an ex that would sometimes when I would be like, you know, I love you or whatever, um, they would be like, why? I'm like, I'm not a good person, right? And Ugh. I always thought it was like, you know, not exactly like fishing for compliments, but I thought it was like them being like silly Weird in a way. self-deprecating. Right, self-deprecating so that I would then say like a couple extra nice little things. I thought that's mm-hmm. what it always was. Um, and then uh, after about a year of that and some other things, um, they ended up... And then mm. I was like, oh, you were actually telegraphing your next move. <laughs> and I oh, you were warning me, you were actually. Warning. I thought that this was a joke and it was actual, like this was, this that was, was the fact, plan. not fiction. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's like, so I was like, oh, got it. I'm Fritz. Got it. <laughs> what what I, the kind I like is. You're not Fritz because you're not a Nazi. And you never okay, wear fair. goggles. And you don't look like RoboCop. That's true. Well. Yeah, no, yeah. And have you have you ever have you ever lightly shoved a man and then knocked his hat off? Actually, probably. <laughs> I gotta be honest. Mm. I went to high school. You know what I mean? I'm sure I've messed oh, with like God. a friend. Sorry, the weirdest James. thing about that scene to me though is it feels like somebody in the writer's room wanted like a real abuse of power, right? Like mm-hmm. for him to like actually just like whack a dude with his stick. And then the Marvel execs were like, mm, but should we show the Nazis doing physical violence to a prisoner of war? Right. And it's like, right. It, and then it got like whittled down to a light shove and knocking a hat off. And I'm like, I, it just makes Dum Dum look silly to like turn around and be all like, you know, one of these days I'll have a stick of my own and maybe I'll knock your hat off. It, it like, turns it into a Marx Brothers routine 
Which you, yeah. feels really bad with it being Nazis, but like you know, sorry, yeah. Ahead. Oh, I was just like it. It's it's. I've I've seen there's a there's a Marx Brothers movie literally where a dude is walking and Harpo comes up behind them and knocks his bowler off his head. Like it's literally the same thing, except for it's in New York and uh, not a Jewish guy doing it. But yeah, it do, it's reduced to a silly vaudeville routine as opposed to anything actually. Not a not not objectionable, but like threatening, sinister, maybe. Sure. Yeah. yeah. It's it's very like war crimes ABCs for babies. <laughs> Do you think A oh. abuse of power? <laughs> yeah. B, B baton. baton. Oh. C uh <laughs> controlling. Mm-hmm. D Dum Dum Dugan. D- oh, Detainment. Yeah. Oh okay. E. <laughs> Evil? Evil? Yeah. F. Fascist. Yeah, okay, good. Mm. G. Gruel. H. <laughs> Hell, okay. Um, <laughs> I. Iced tea. <laughs> I will someday have a stick. Um, <laughs> I will someday have a stick. J. Just Monty looking mm-hmm. at him in the background <laughs> like, I'm too tired for this. Please just let us go to sleep. Yeah, okay. Well, dumb, that... dumb, why did you have to do this? We'll, we'll skip the rest of the alphabet. I, I would um, like to say C could be also circular cell. Circular cell. Ooh, that's mm. also good. Yes, circular or cell or circular cell. Cornerless, My... circular cell. Ooh, triple C. Yeah. Cornerless. Mm-hmm. Triple C for triple D. Uh, so mm-hmm. here's my other contribution mm-hmm. for the the fact about like the, the hat, though. Do you think that it also could be that thing that parents really used to love to tell us all when we were kids? About like if someone is mean to you on the playground, maybe it's because they like you. Do you think that Fritz was kind of no. like kind of a cute bowler hat? And he's like, and he and he's like, someday I'm gonna have a stick. And he's like, that didn't work. Okay, back to the drawing board, Fritz. <laughs> Damn it! And then closes the door. He, um, <laughs> I he's just like. I gotta stop trying to flirt with the prisoners. The- we had a whole HR thing about this. Yeah, exactly. He's like, ah, I just Hydra figured. Resources. Just figured that. Well, <laughs> I just figured that if it's June, well, okay, never mind. Sorry, like, sorry, Dugan. I'll like, see you later. They go back to the break room and, like, you know, Hans is like, Fritz, how did did it? How the how the Operation how, Bowler how, Gate how, go? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it didn't like, work. Didn't work. Man, it didn't work. I knocked his hat off, and he said that someday he'd have a stick of his own. And it's like, are you sure he didn't, are you sure that wasn't a, come on? He's like, is that a euphemism? He's like, I don't think so. You had to be there. It was in the tone. (laughs) He had a fist and everything. It was bad. I have no idea. I'm I'm, I'm fresh out of ideas. I tried knocking his hat off, and that's it. I mean, what else is there? Here's another uh, I shoved him a little. Like, (laughs) I Imagine all of this is in German. And he's like, was like, what? What was the reaction? He's like, I don't know. He said it in English, and I don't speak English. <laughs> he's like, Do you think that's why he didn't say anything back when he closed the door? Yeah. He's just looking at him like, I have no idea what you said. Good night. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm gonna have to ask. Yeah, I'm gonna have to ask someone what that means because no. Clue. He's he's silently saying the sounds to himself as he goes back to the trans. Yeah. I'm a stick of my own stick. Mm-hmm. My stick of my, <laughs> and he has to go up. It's like Hans. You're like bosses. <laughs> du- Duolingo. Um, yeah, exactly. I, I just will say it now. I'm sure I said mm-hmm. it before. Uh, I love that he has his rank insignia on his bowler cap. I, I've always loved that. I think yep. that is just so cool. Um, it also means you always have to have your there, bowler cap. 
which is there is a deleted scene of um the 107th getting captured and like they're in like almost a trench Uh and you know shooting and like dum-dum's hat gets shot off oh no at some point like it, like it fly, like there's a bullet and it like flies off his head and then like he puts it back on. What is? And I'm like, is this, is this like a standard issue bowler cap? Is, does it offer you any protection it's or like are you like, no, menu. no, no, no. Yeah. I'm not going to wear a helmet. Yeah. He keeps multiple in his back pocket and he goes, ah, and then has to get one out and then just kind of go. <laughs> that, that's the sound of him like, you know, popping it out. And then yeah. he, and he sticks it back on his head. He's like, okay, yeah. back connection. At boot camp, you can actually request a bowler. It's just no one knows to, and they don't really advertise it because there's like mm-hmm. a limited supply. But if you right. know, you know. It's like the in and out secret menu. Right, 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 right. Exactly. He's like, can I get my helmet animal style? And they give him a bowler hat. And he's like, thank you. It's thank a bowler you. hat, but it does still have Thousand Island dressing on it. <laughs> yeah. Mmm, squishy. Just how I like it. Walks on. <laughs> This'll keep the flies at bay. Yeah. No, no, it does the opposite, actually, I have found out. I had to clean this hat multiple times. <laughs> that, just to make myself not miserable. That makes my head itch. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so if... Colin, if, if that is all that you had, I would I love to... I was just to. about to say, that's all that I have. So, James, why don't you take us out? Well, sometimes what we do in, in, in heading out is give a recommendation for a show. But mm-hmm. instead, I'd rather not do my job right now and instead ask Briar to do my job. And I'd love if you could pitch Capes and Japes to our listeners, if you would. Listeners. <laughs> Are you interested in the concept of comic books? Do you look at a character and think, they're cool, I want to know their whole deal, but also they've been in hundreds of comic books and I don't want to read all of that because I don't have time and also a lot of them are very difficult to find. Perhaps Capes and Japes. (laughs) Listen, Listen to my friend Olivia tell you and me about a comic book character. Uh, as of recording, we have recently been going through the New Mutants because all <laughs> all all X Men queer coded, <laughs> <laughs> and it is currently Pride. And also, we get to be self indulgent and talk about whoever we want. Absolutely, perfect. My my because fam- what's gayer than a man soul bonding with an alien? I think that's a great point. My favorite part about Capes and Japes is it it's it's like you said, it's literally that who knows? It could be it's literally I have no idea what the next and like sometimes it's like I don't know who this Oh, yes, I do know who that is. It's like right. like Yeah, cuz yeah. I do I do name the episodes by their given name I as opposed that. to like mm-hmm. like uh, Storm, like we're right. talking about Storm, X Men Storm, yeah. famous X Men, right? It, Episodes called Aurora Monroe. It <laughs> does. Uh, Namor Mackenzie is the funniest. I, <laughs> I, 
the reason we did Namor was because I found out that his last name was Mackenzie, and I was like, we need to tell the people. We need to tell the people that Namor the Submariner has a last name. And it's Mackenzie. We need to do an entire That's, episode yeah, on so this weird. man because I just found out that he does, in fact, have a last name. Like, just when you thought Rick Moranis, Rick Moranis couldn't play a superhero, Namor Mackenzie comes along, and it's like, I don't know. Maybe... I don't know. Yeah, that's a uh, that. fun fun fact about Namor McKenzie. Uh, he is also on the Invaders, the um, World War Two era pre Avengers team. Absolutely is yeah. that uh, Captain America and Bucky was on. Mm-hmm. Well, Bucky, I don't think he Bucky was actually on it. I think Bucky had his own little group of teens. <laughs> Yeah, a group of teens like fighting Nazis. Toro and stuff. Your right. little, your yeah. your Toros and your Buckies and stuff. Yeah. Right. Anyways, yeah. Like, so mascots. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. That'd be hilarious if they call, that was the team name, just like the mascots. The mascots. I would love that. Um, mascots and ascots. Fred just, Jones is like, why am I here? Yeah. Come on, Fred. Um, I'm a mascot. All right. So that is. Uh, that is Capes and Japes, and I definitely recommend you listen to it. Well, that's going to do it for uh, this episode of Timeline Scavengers. We're not going to do our personal social medias as much as the audience might okay. want it. And uh, You can't find me anywhere. <laughs> it's I'm in the gone. show notes. I'm in the wind. It's in the show notes, so never fear. Briar, thank you so much for joining <laughs> us on the show, and we're looking forward to having you on the next episode. But uh, as always, I am James Anderson. I'm Colin Parker. I've been Briar. Excelsior. If you listen to Days and Confused 33 and a third, be a lot cooler if you did. Days and Confused 33 and a third. We're cruising through the movie one song at a time with a cool new guest every week. We're talking about the fashion, the music, the characters, what they meant to us then, and how we relate to them now. So join us at Days and Confused 33 and a third. Just keep living, man. L I V I N. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.